Wake up, it's time for Transformation Radio.
And now we begin today's reading in the New Testament. Our narrative will come from the, the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Setting our sights on the realities of heaven means striving to put heaven's priorities into daily practice here in this world. Letting heaven fill our thoughts means concentrating on the eternal rather than the temporal. We'll read here that we have died to this life. It means that we should have as little desire for improper worldly pleasures as a dead person would have. The Christian's real home is where Christ lives. And this truth provides a different perspective on our lives here on earth. To think about the things of heaven means to look at life from God's perspective and to seek what He desires. This provides the antidote to materialism. We gain the proper perspective on material goods when we take God's view of them. It also provides the antidote to sensuality. By seeking what Christ desires, we have the power to break our obsession with pleasure and leisure activities. But it also provides the antidote to empty religiosity, because following Christ means loving and serving in this world. Regard the world around you as God does. Then you'll live in harmony with Him. All right, what does it mean that a believer's life is, quote, hidden with Christ, end quote? Well, hidden means concealed and safe. This is not only a future hope, but an accomplished fact right now. Our service and conduct do not earn our salvation, but they are results of our salvation. Take heart that your salvation is sure, and live each day for Christ. Now, Christ gives us power to live for Him now, and He gives us a sure and steadfast hope for the future. He will return. We should consider ourselves dead and unresponsive to sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. The warning in this verse, as we'll come to it today, is not against sex, but against sexual perversion. The Bible everywhere celebrates heterosexual monogamous marriage as the proper situation for sexual fulfillment. Christian men and women should be open to true love and to sexual intimacy within the commitment to lifelong fidelity. That's God's way. The rest is dangerous and futile. Stay away. Sexual sin and perversion will drain your energies and turn your heart away from God. Now, the anger of God that we'll read about here today refers to God's judgment on these kinds of behavior, culminating with future and final punishment of evil. And we'll also read here today that thankful people can worship wholeheartedly. Gratitude opens our hearts to God's peace and enables us to put on love. Discontented people constantly calculate what's wrong with their lot in life. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, bringing honor to Christ in every aspect and activity of daily living. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. October 7th, the New Testament. The book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all His glory. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you, 
have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you've stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and He lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults, and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom He gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Psalm 78, verses 32 through 55. But in spite of all this, the people keep sinning. Despite His, God's wonders, they refused to trust Him. So He ended their lives in failure, their years in terror. When God began killing them, they finally sought Him, they repented and took God seriously. Then they remembered that God was their rock, that God Most High was their Redeemer. But all they gave Him was lip service. They lied to Him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to Him. They did not keep His covenant. Yet He was merciful and forgave their sins and did not destroy them all. Many times He held back His anger and did not unleash His fury for he remembered that they were merely mortal, gone like a breath of wind that never returns. Oh, how often they rebelled against him in the wilderness, and grieved his heart in that dry wasteland. Again and again they tested God's patience, and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power, and how he rescued them from their enemies. They did not remember his miraculous signs in Egypt his wonders on the plain of Zoan. For he turned their rivers into blood, so no one could drink from the streams. He sent vast swarms of flies to consume them, and hordes of frogs to ruin them. He gave their crops to caterpillars. Their harvest was consumed by locusts. He destroyed their grapevines with hail and shattered their sycamore figs with sleet. He abandoned their cattle to the hail, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He loosed on them his fierce anger, all his fury, rage, and hostility. He dispatched against them 
a band of destroying angels. He turned his anger against them. He did not spare the Egyptians' lives, but ravaged them with the plague. He killed the oldest son in each Egyptian family, the flower of youth throughout the land of Egypt. But he led his own people like a flock of sheep, guiding them safely through the wilderness. He kept them safe so they were not afraid. But the sea covered their enemies. He brought them to the border of his holy land, to this land of hills he had won for them. He drove out the nations before them. He gave them their inheritance by lot. He settled the tribes of Israel into their homes. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 27. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Sometimes I did not Life's been a journey 
This is Tim Krause. I just want to affirm Joe Fisher, Tyler Sloan for making it to third phase, sticking it out, and doing what's right. I'm really proud of you guys. Keep up the good work. I love you. God bless you. Hey, this is Travis Myers. Um, 
Just moving on to phase two today uh, from Fenton County up to Lancaster, and it's been one exciting month. I've learned so much. Probably the most important thing is to just give God everything. You can't hold on to anything. And, um, and so Matt and Corey, you guys have uh, been, you've uh, told me your testimony, and both of you have said that. And I encourage you just to let the guys down there know and, and just let them know you have to give everything. Um, not hold on to pet sins. Today, driving up to um, Columbus, we went on 70 through, through the bottoms, and I just looked over and I thought, that's my mission field. God has really changed my perspective on things in this last month, and where the bottoms used to be, like my party area, well, now it's my mission field. I just look forward to uh, spending the next year here. Um, God bless. Oh, 